kill it on the inside. Let's go, let's take it where your friends might not know. Yes, take them to the ringside. I know you've been waiting for me. Get the keys and just grab the henny. Leave your friends, girl, you got too many. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Dropping Wisdom with Santos podcast. And today I'm going to talk about the legendary Mothman. I did an investigation on this with my buddy JD. I talked about it on a previous episode when we, um, when I did the Haunted Low Hotel. We stayed there because we were doing an investigation into the Mothman at, in Point Pleasant, West Virginia. I want to give you guys a what well, who the Mothman is or what he is. I'm going to give you a nice history about him. And then after that, I'm going to um, but basically I'm going to play a bunch of audio clips that I have. And I really do encourage you guys to go to my Instagram page and watch the videos because the audio does not do the the story of the Mothman justice into my investigation because the videos are way better than what you hear via the audio. OK, so now. Let's pitter patter and get right into it. Okay. In West Virginia folklore, the Mothman is a humanoid creature reportedly seen in the Point Pleasant area from November 15th, 1966 to December 15th, 1967. The first newspaper report was published in the Point Pleasant Register, dated November 16th, 1966, titled Couple See Man Sized Bird or creature, or something. The national press soon picked up the reports and helped spread the story across the United States. The Mothman was introduced to a wider audience by Gray Barker in 1970 and was later popularized by John Keel in his 1970 book, 1975 book, The Mothman Prophecies, claiming that there were supernatural events related to the sightings and a connection to the collapse of the Silver Bridge. The book was later adapted into a 2002 film starring Richard Gere. An annual festival in Point Pleasant is devoted to the Mothman legend every September as well, since 2002. Okay, let me give you some history. On November 15th, 1966, two young couples from Point Pleasant, Roger and Linda Scarberry and Steve and Mary Millette, told police they saw a large gray creature whose eyes glowed red when the car's headlights picked it up. They described it as a large flying man with 10-foot wings following their car while they were driving in an area outside of town known as the TNT area the site of a former World War II munitions plant. During the next few days, other people reported similar sightings. Two volunteer firemen who saw it, it was a large, it was a large bird with red eyes. Mason County Sheriff George Johnson commented that he believed the sightings were due to an unusually large heron he termed a shite poke. Contractor Newell Partridge told Johnson that when he aimed a flashlight at a creature in a nearby field, its eyes glowed like bicycle reflectors and blamed buzzing noises from his television set and the disappearance of his German Shepherd dog on the creature. Wildlife biologist Robert L. Smith at West Virginia University told reporters that descriptions and sightings all fit the Sand Hill Crane. 
A large American crane, almost as high as a man with seven-foot wingspan, featuring circles of reddish coloring around the eyes. The bird may have wandered out of its migration route and therefore was unrecognized at first because it was not native to the region. Due to the popularity of the Batman TV series at the time, the fictional superhero Batman and his rogues gallery were prominently featured in the public eye, while the villain Killer Moth did not appear in the show. The comic book influence of both him and Batman is believed by some to have influenced the coinage of the name Mothman in the local newspapers. Following the December 15, 1967 collapse of the Silver Bridge and the death of 46 people, the incident gave rise to the legend and connected the Mothman sightings to the bridge collapse because allegedly people seen the Mothman hanging around the bridge before the bridge collapsed. The Mothman Prophecies is a major motion picture loosely based on the 1975 book of the same name by John Keel. According to Georgian newspaper Svadbania Grusia, Russian ufologist, claim that Mothman sightings in Moscow foreshadow the 1909 Russian apartment bombings. In 2016, WCHS-TV published a photo purported to be a Mothman taken by an anonymous man while driving on Route 2 in Mason County. Science writer Sharon A. Hill proposed that the photo showed a bird, perhaps an owl, carrying a frog or snake away, and wrote that there is a zero reason to suspect it is the Mothman as described in legend. There are too many far more reasonable explanations. Give you, let me give you some analysis here. Folklorist Jan Harold Braunvand notes that Mothman has been wildly covered widely covered in the popular press, some claiming sightings connected with UFOs and other claiming that a military storage site was Mothman's home. Brunvin notes that recounting of this 1966-67 Mothman reports usually state that at least 100 people saw Mothman with many more afraid to report their sightings, but observed that written sources for such stories consisted of children's books or sensationalized or undocumented accounts that fail to quote identifiable persons. Brunvin found elements in common among many Mothman reports in much older folktales, suggested that something real may have triggered the scares and became woven with existing folklore. He also records anecdotal tales of Mothman supposedly attacking the roofs of parked cars occupied by teenagers. Conversely, Joe Nichols says that a number of hoaxes followed by publicity generated by the original reports, such as a group of construction workers who tied flashlights to helium balloons. Nickel attributes the Mothman stories to, to the sightings of barn owls, suggesting that the Mothman's glowing eyes were actually red eye effect, causing, caused from the reflection of light from flashlights or other bright light sources. Benjamin Radford points out that the only report of glowing red eyes was secondhand, that of Shirley Hensley quoting her father. According to University of Chicago psychologist David A. Gallo, 55 sightings of Mothman in Chicago during 2017 
published on the website of self-described researcher Lon Strickler are a selective sample. Gallo explains that he's not sampling random people and asking if they saw the Mothman. He's just counting the number of people that voluntarily came forward to report a sighting. According to Gallo, people are more likely to visit a paranormal-centric website like Strickler's might also be more inclined to believe in and therefore witness the existence of the Mothman. Some pseudoscience adherents, such as ufologists, paranormal authors, and cryptozoologists, claim that Mothman was an alien, a supernatural manifestation, or a previously unknown species of animal. In his 1975 book, Keel claimed that the Point Pleasant residents experienced precognitions including premonitions of the collapse of the Silmar Bridge, UFO sightings, visits from inhuman or threatening men in black, and other phenomena. Point Pleasant held its first annual Mothman Festival in 2002. The Mothman Festival began after brainstorming creative ways for people to visit Point Pleasant. The group organizing the event chose the Mothman to be the center of the festival due to its uniqueness and as a way to celebrate its local legacy in the town. According to the event organizer, Jeff Walmsley, the average attendance for the Mothman is an estimated 10 to 12,000 people per year. A 12-foot-tall metallic statue of the creature created by artist and sculptor Bob Roach was unveiled in 2003. The Mothman Museum and Research Center opened in 2005. The festival was held on the third weekend of every September, hosting guest speakers, vendor exhibits, pancake eating contests, and hayride tours of locally notable areas. In June of 2020, a petition was started to replace all Confederate statues in the United States with statues of Mothman. As of June 2021, the petition has garnered nearly 19,000 signatures, which is bananas to me. Okay, now, I was there in Point Pleasant. And I want to let you guys know that statue that they did of the Mothman is beautiful. I hope someday someone make a statue of me like that. They gave this Mothman guy a six-pack with buns of steel, with a buns of steel ass. It was it's unbelievable. The Mothman Museum is a, is actually a really cool museum. They they sell all, obviously they sell a lot of um souvenirs, but they also have a a lot of evidence in the museum stating of all the written claims that these witnesses have uh, experienced. Um, those four people that that claim they they witnessed uh, the the Mothman chasing them down the road where they were going like eighty miles an hour. They drove into the police station and all were, all were put into four separate rooms. And I seen their written testimonies. It's in that museum, which is very cool as well. And on our way to uh, the, the TNT area, we stopped by the Village Pizza Inn, which has a Mothman pizza. The toppings were shaped into the Mothman. It was actually a pretty good pizza. And before I play the videos, which you all will hear, I just want to let you guys know that um, while we were there on site in the ground zero of the TNT area where the Mothman is supposedly living, my experiences there and JD's experiences were, were uh, pretty chilling. 
We came there. It was daylight. And um, I can't hear for shit, but JD can hear. And he's from West Virginia, so he knows knows the sounds. And there was this high-pitched sound that he kept hearing that he could not, that he was basically saying that was not a bird. And it is known that the Mothman has a vocal, high-pitched vocal sound that he makes, that it makes. Okay, so just want to throw that out there. And you're going to see, if you go to my Instagram page, the first video was Daylight. And I felt like we went into Stranger, that, that show like the Stranger Things, because you go through a portal or something and everything was dark. So we went to the first concrete igloo. It was daylight. Next thing we know, we walked down this other path. It got pitch dark and it got cold as hell. And then we started experiencing some crazy shit. Okay. Now, my first audio you're going to hear is uh, me making a comment about what I was reading or what I, what I was reading at the Mothman Museum. And then the rest is us on site doing our investigation. Something's in there, bro. I know. I'm hoping it's just a deer. I hope it's not a hunter. No, it's too deep. You're not allowed to hunt after dark. You're hearing those footsteps in there. Yeah, I heard a thumping noise. Those are heavy-footed. Yeah, I heard a thumping noise, and it hurt. Don't see anything. 
crazy noises out here. Could be regular wilderness, but some of it's kind of creepy, though. Nope, they're not bird sounds. Walking against, you know, all of a sudden we're walking into these igloos that come out of nowhere. It's crazy. Another igloo? wasn't a fish and it wasn't a frog. It was a big pop in the It's water. a big water over here. Right over here. Or maybe, like you said, it might have been a beaver, but not like a sound above the igloo, then, yeah. then a sound in the water. Yeah. Can't happen. And it was just, it was too big, whatever it was on top of that igloo making noise. Your Mothman! It's your boy Santos! Where you at? Oh, Mothman! Where you at, bitch? <laughs> 